Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Been a busy couple weeks at work, but that's to be expected with Christmas holidays around Disney. That's true. Yeah, we are back from our little holiday break, and we're ready to catch up with uh, all kinds of Fire Emblem Heroes stuff. And uh, you know what? Let's kick it off with the banners, because we've got a lot of fun stuff to go over. We have the... Oh, so just... I didn't tell you this pre-show, Eddie, but I've I've streamlined it. We've given we've given the show, the specifically the, the banners, a bit of a 2024 upgrade, uh, in the sense that we're... I'm only going to list the the new banners or the banners of interest, you know, you know, you, you can see in game if it's the weekly revival, whatever, you know, you can summon, you know, 2017 Lynn if you want, you can do that on your own time, but we want to streamline this. So we're going to just focus on the new banners and if it goes horribly wrong, we'll go back and it'll be Ryan's fault. Don't worry about it. Uh, so Let's talk about the banners. We got Camilla, Alluring Darkness, which is the legendary hero banner that runs until the seventh. So uh, you got another about a week left of that. Then you have the Holiday Lessons, the new uh, Christmas banner, the new holiday banner uh, going to the thirteenth. Ring in the New Year, uh, the thirty-first of January. That is the special heroes that launched uh, well on New Year's, New Year's Day. Uh, New Year Omega Special Heroes 1 and 2 also goes to the 31st. That is a huge uh, combined New Year's Revival banner. And I know I said no Revival banners, but like, I figured this was a big one. We got golden tickets for it as well, so it's worth it. I mean, yeah, these, uh, yep. Those are those weird ones that are the uh, basis for the double Special Heroes and those things. Right. And I might miss some stuff, and if I do, Eddie's here to 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 jump in because Eddie usually has a good idea of what. Like, if I miss something that's critical, he'll he'll let us know. So don't worry, folks, we got you covered. I, I will note all those dates you gave are the um, eleven p.m. Pacific time. Oh, really? I usually. Oh, you know what I did? I went backwards. I should have gone forwards. So yeah, that's my also my bad. Good good call. So. I'm just noticing for the, you know, the um, new year, ring in the new year, the new special hero banner, it is showing 2-1 at 2 a.m., so February 1st, 2 a.m. for us. But that's 11 p.m. Pacific time for at least those ones. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. No, I we usually we usually list the last the, the last full day, which would be the 31st, True. right? That's that's normal, so. Yep. Um, Let's let's talk about what we summon because I feel like both of us have a good chunk to chat about with uh, special heroes and a legendary hero as well. So how'd you do, Eddie, with your summoning? I did summon on the legendary Camilla and got her pretty quickly, which was nice. Uh, then I hopped over to the New Year's banner when that dropped. I got a pretty quick five star Kana, uh, and then nothing until the spark where I sparked for Kavasir. Shortly after, I got a spare Kavasir when I decided to finish out a ring where there was only one green orb left after summoning all the colorless and blue on it. A bit later, I did get finally get a duo Sather, and a ring or two after that, I uh, managed to grab Narthus. 
So manage to get all of them done with this banner. Try to save up to minimize any spending on the next banner, although it's a normal banner, so who knows what, if any, spending I'll do there. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, I also got Legendary Camilla fairly quick. I think it was the first Ring of Summoning um, as I was going through, so pretty happy with that. And then for the New Year's banner, uh, I got um, I ended up getting female Kana, but a four star version, so upgraded her. And then that, I, that seems amazing. Is she not a four star? Is there no four she's star on this banner? On, she's not on the banner. Oh, you know what? I did that wrong. There you go. See, <laughs> I told you Eddie would let you know if I got something wrong. So four star male Kana. Yes, four star male Kana. I, I did get him on the banner. Uh, then as I was working my way towards the spark, I got Sather and Hather, uh, the duo hero. And I, I, I decided to call it there and sparked with, uh, Nerthus. So, um, sorry, Kavassir, you're just going to have to hang out on the banner. It's all good. Um, I might go back in who knows just to like round it out. We'll see. Yep. Um, as you already, uh, hinted at, we do have the new year celebrations going on where we have quests to get, 10 uh, free summon, first summon tickets for the two New Year's Omega banner, one which uh, covers the two, each one covers two years worth of special heroes. So one covering, what is it, 2019 and 20, and the next one, or no, 2020 and 2021, and the next one covering 22 and 23. So you can get a bunch of free summon tickets. There's the usual. Um, uh, each day you can get 24 grails. Uh, there's a few other New Year's stuff. Uh, you know, login bonuses. There's some special bundles and, as usual, EX, XP and SP bonus events. Or bonus XP and SP. Which sometimes feels like those are almost constant these days. Yeah. I just assume there's always one going on. So See, the login bonus, yeah, it's just the 240 gra- heroic grails are the special bonus for the New Year's. Figured mention that. No, that's good. One of the uh, things, if you want them, you can get some free su- first summon tickets on the uh, new New Year's banner via one of the bundles. Oh, yeah, because I noticed that. So when I was summoning, I saw there's the, the golden ticket on the, the the special heroes. Yep, that's from the orb and ticket pack in the orb bundles. And then there you can get the uh, Summer Edelgard as well, a couple copies of her through yeah. there. Yeah, so there's no tickets being given out for free for that banner. Yep, we didn't get any for Christmas. Uh, what did we get? It was, I felt lackluster, but the Christmas item was not tickets like it usually was. But we got a bunch of them for the new or the old uh, New Year's heroes. Right. Yeah. Although those are lockbearing quests, so figured we should mention that. But uh, the calendar is winding down, uh, but with, it does show us when the next New Heroes banner is coming. Uh, we should be getting that on the morning of the 10th, which means the next episode we will be doing, it will be on the 15th. And we'll probably be doing a you know look back at this year and the characters uh, what, during during that episode as well. So look forward to that. Very good. Uh, also coming up on the calendar, we have our next resplendent hero, which is uh, Ileana, Hungering Mage. Starting on January 10th, for Fae Pass subscribers, you'll be able to add 
Ileana in her Niffle-inspired armor to your hero's collection. So I, uh, look, I'll be honest with you. I took a quick look at this and thought, oh, we got another book four character. And then I actually, when I went to do the notes, I read through it. It's like, oh, wait, no, that's that's Niffle. I guess the f- the flowery cape sort of threw me off. I thought maybe it was a a book four character, but it but it is not. Is it, well, and you can tell if you actually look closely. Like her outfit is very much Niffle inspired. Yeah, that that cape with the light pink inside looks like the fairies from, uh, you know, that we've been getting a lot of. Yeah, kinda. So I can yeah. see how you'd be confused if you just glance at it. But when you look closely, you can see the snow designs and the uh, lay, the boots that are clearly Niffle-inspired. Mm-hmm. But with Ileana being, I guess, pink's a big thing for Ileana that th- throws you off there. Especially when you look at her little uh, sprite. She looks just like a fairy because the, thir- the center prong of the cape or whatever is hidden behind her legs. Mm-hmm. So we've got uh, that next Resplendent Hero out very soon uh, next week. So look forward to that. Yeah, um, We do also have the update coming, but there's nothing that fancy or special going on with that. Uh, so let's hop right into our heroes for the banner. Uh, we have legendary Cam- hero Camilla, alerting darkness to cover. Uh, realizing the need for warmth in the winter, the newest legendary hero is to smother you with her intense affection as the overly loving eldest sister of the Nor royalty. Camilla gets the legendary treatment finally, and she is a green flying uh, tome water legendary unit wielding bewitching tome. Her legendary skilled skill is called Spoil Rotten which debuffs enemies and buffs allies at the start of turn and has more debuffs at the start of combat while insulating Camilla from some negative effects, uh, like preventing her from following up and uh, delaying her special activating. She also has a new Tier 4 version of Savage Blow called Deadly Miasma, which has a Divine Vein effect. Uh, And she also uh, rounds out her kit with a Special and Remote Sparrow, which is a Tier 4 uh, sparrow skill cool uh i was gonna say about her artwork so obviously this isn't the first sort of regal version of camilla we've got her brave uh queen of uh nor uh brave hero version so they kind of like i think they take that they they go in a different direction i think this is more of like a hopeful uh Camilla, it's a definitely an upgraded sort of base version of Camilla. Um, I did, I did get, I did summon her, but I honestly, I, I have not used, I have not put her into rotation yet. But um, yeah, like I think her her design is really good, and, and again, it's like it, it kind of plays on that like Queen of Nor look, but makes it more. It's definitely more colorful. Yeah, looking at her Light of Nor, her Queen of Nor Brave version, it has a more traditional um, royal cape with fur along the uh, you know fur along the outlines, and just more like hanging on her. While this one feels like it has more of a lightness to it, floating around her more. Yeah, I think they did a good job. I mean, honestly, like if you're looking at doing another version of a character that's had lots of of, of versions, it's honestly surprising we have not had a legendary Camilla yet. I, I, you know, um, 
It is and it isn't. I mean, it's they don't want to over flood us with uh, too many from a game, and Ryoma and Xander are the ones you automatically think of first off. You right. know, True. and since there's eight lords in that game, that's a lot to push them all out. So taking their time with them kind of makes sense. Yeah, you're right. That makes sense. So it's nice to see her in the game. Yep, she and the other legendary and mythic units on this banner will be returning later on. Uh, in February, we'll be getting Veronica back. In March, Camilla and Alencia will be returning. In May, Alir and Asker will be returning. Uh, June will bring Medeus back. Deirdre returns in July. Uh, Ratatoskr, if you want any merges of her, she won't be back till August, so grab them before this leaves in a couple days. Uh, there's been a couple of legendary heroes that have moved uh, months, where Xander has moved from April to June, and Arvel has moved from February to March. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, the, the, I say this every time, but the legendary slash blah, blah, the legendary slash mythic returns always are like, wow, we're scheduling it until August. But there are a lot of heroes they can only bring back eight, you know, or seven. They're slowly pulling them out, like um, on the update, Corn uh, and. Uh, who else was it is getting their updates? Lelina, Corn, and Lelina are getting their updates and being pulled out of the pool. So they're trying to keep it reasonable, but yet there's still quite a lot of legendary heroes that um, need uh, need to get cycled through. Yeah. Well, now that we've covered the legendary hero, let's move to the special heroes with Ring in the New Year as is tradition for the New Year's Special Heroes. As we close the past year's book, we celebrate Fire Emblem Heroes characters as special heroes to bring in the new year. From book six, we have the one uh, Gulvig version shy of our prediction. As you remember last episode, we thought, hey, what if it was a trio of Gulvig uh, versions? Did not get that. And even then, it would have theoretically been uh, Sather and Kavasir, or Gulvig on the duo. But Kavasir is separate, so. Yeah, yeah. So this year, uh, so we have um, so we have uh, Sather and Hather as our duo hero. Uh, but uh, Kavasir isn't left out as she's on the banner as well. No Gulvig, no Gulvig proper, so she is not on the banner. Um but uh, rounding out OC characters is Nerthuz plus Fates uh, on the banner as well with male Kana on the banner. Got it right that time. And female Kana available through the Tempest Trials. So a good celebration of New Year's to be had on this banner. First one we have coming up is Nerthuz, New Year Doter. Hearing that Camilla got a legendary unit, Nerthuz feared her attempts at usurping Camilla's role were in danger, so she came to join the New Year's festivities as a cavalry colorless beast unit, wielding the cute paper crane. She has her unique beast skill, Fruit of Life, and a new tier 4 solo skill called Attack Speed Wild. She also comes with a special and a tier 4 C skill. Uh, so, it's interesting. So, for Nerthuz, she has connections okay so the whole story for fire emblem heroes is all over the place so we've got um there was book four which had the no 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 book five 
was it book five? The Dream Realms, the Realm of Nightmares, the Realm of uh, Dreams, that sort of thing. Peony, all that. I think that was, think book, that four. was book four. Oh. Wasn't book five yes, uh, yeah. Niflheim? Or not Niflheim. Um, uh, uh, Reagan's. Uh, yeah, Re- okay. Reagan. So uh, so this is the thing. So um, what I was going to get at is Nerthus pops up in book six. Although she yes. is related to the gods from book four. So there is a bit of a, yeah. co- a connection between those two. Okay. That yes. makes sense. Which is why uh, she looks more like them and she's a beast unit that transforms to look like them. Yeah. Another goat or whatever. Exactly. Uh, but I guess what I was getting at is I thought it is, I was worried is Nerthus from book six or was she the Tempest Trials? Nerthus Tempest is from Trials. book six. Right. Tempest Trials was Freya. That's what I'm remembering now. That was the whole deal with the Tempest Trials. Yes, Samistra was about Freya, although we didn't get any versions of Freya in there. Uh, we got the, or we sort of got a version of Freya with Aether. And, oh, that's um, right. You know, but then the rest of them were altered version in the Gap, the villain. But the other versions were all updated book four fairies. Mm-hmm. So Right. Well, uh, our next hero here is Kavasir, unknown future. The golden seer, before she became Golveg, takes a break after the close of book six to celebrate the new year. Kavasir is a green tome infantry hero wielding faded paper fan. She has one new skill in the C slot called infinite uh, null follow four. Rounding out her kit is light is time as a special Flash Sparrow in the A slot and Lull Speed slash Resistance 4 in the B slot. Uh, so Kavasir being the past version of Golvig that pops up from the story. I believe I got that right. Yes. Maybe? Okay. She is Sather and Golvig in the past or whatever. She turns into Sather who then turns into Golvig. Right. That's how the story works. And I do believe it's infantry, not infantry. Oh, uh, let's see. It's it's shortened in the description, so yeah, infantry. Yeah, infantry. and even in the full title name, it says inf no follow up, but it has the little boot for infantry on the little picture, and I'm pretty sure, yeah, it specifically works for infantry allies. There you go. Okay, so. well, good catch. Uh, it's so again, like like you have a, a book about time travel. You have all these different versions of Sather. Uh, and Golvig, and and they're all the same people. Um, so you know, it's it's nice to see her here in in her New Year's outfit, and I think that uh, they really run with the colors. Like I love the colors that they used in Book Six, with like the purples and blues and pinks and stuff, and uh, I think it works really well for this New Year's uh, group. So I'm happy to see that. Next, we have Kana joining the OC units for this year. And since we are going into the year of dragon, we get a couple of the many choices. Uh, dragons, as male Kana joins the banner as a red infantry dragonstone unit in the four-star focus of the banner. He wields dragonstone plus, and as a four-star focus unit, does not have any new skills, but comes with a special and two tier three skills. Uh like, how, yeah, how do they decide? I mean, honestly, like, it's usually a grab bag. Past few years, it's been a lot of awakening and, um, uh, what is it? The Ike games. Oh, Tellius. Uh, Radiant yeah. Dawn, Tellius. 
uh, because they've been doing for the past few years various beasts, and I think they've been matching the beast to the year. Maybe not. I don't know, remember what last year was and what we got off the top of my head. Oh but, yeah, or maybe they haven't been. But um, I know they were for a you know. bit. But yeah. I don't know what the next. But they've been giving us beast units a lot during New Year's, and since Awakening and Tellius are the ones that most prominently feature beast units, um, we've been getting a lot of Awakening and Tellius uh, with Dragon. Every game in the series has dragons, so why they chose it was Fate's turn? Maybe because of Camilla? Maybe because huh? Corn's getting the re- redo? Maybe they just. Looked at it and decided it's time for Fates to get a spotlight again on New Year's or on special banners. I also get that you have you have two versions of the same characters. You have male and female Kana, so like that that gives them the opportunity to be like, let's pick this one unit, do the two versions, and we're good. So I understand that. Um, well, next up, the last hero on the banner, oh, the last. Uh, well, there's two heroes, but you, you get what I mean. It's uh, Sather and Hather. There's the last hero on the banner. <laughs> Unit on the banner, if you want to say. It could break your brain just trying to think about it. Uh, all right, so we have Sather and Hather times goddesses, uh, sisters, and past versions of Gulvig join forces to celebrate the new year. Sather and Hather are a blue tome flying duo hero wielding goddess Tamari. They have two new skills. The first is Sabotage S slash R3 in the B slot, and the second is Future Sighted in the C slot. Rounding out their kit is Iceberg as a special and Remote Mirror in the A slot. Now, I didn't put this in here, but I'm going to pull it up. Their duo skill grants Times Gate uh, and Special Cooldown Charge plus one per attack during combat. So there you go. Uh, And this was sort of the hero that... uh, you and I were trying to guess work at last episode of like, what's the duo here going to be? And I believe this was something you suggested. And yeah, yeah, we talked about them. They're, they're a weird thing, but this whole book is just weird. Cause yeah. you know, everyone's the same person. All the, uh, almost all the new characters other than Northern and, uh, Nerthus are the same person. Cause yeah. you know, Kavasir turns into Sather, who turns into Gulvig, and then before Gulvig destroys the world, she creates Hather and sends her back to grow up with Sather. So... <laughs> I was just about to ask, isn't Hather also Sather? It's it's confusing, because it's right. like... When Gulvig destroys the universe, she goes back in time and becomes Kavasir, who eventually uh-huh. becomes Sather, who eventually becomes Gulvig. But before she destroys the universe and goes back in time, she like pulls a part of herself out to create Hather to go back and grow up with Sather. Uh huh. <laughs> to send her back in time to grow up with Sather. So, I mean, they're kind of sisters, they're kind of the same person. It, maybe not because, you know, Hather is a part that's pulled off and before Gulvig goes back in time. Right. So. This is the thing. This is why you can't complain about time travel movies because there there are a lot of them. And I think a really good example is Avengers Endgame being more most recent and th- uh, in terms of a big production. It was a huge deal to have like the MCU kind of be like this huge thing and then to cap it all off it's like let's do time travel. And they even make fun of it in the movie, but it's a very simplistic sort of 
take on time travel, similar to, I think, how Back to the Future does it, even though, I guess, in that film, they or in Endgame, they say it's not like Back to the Future. But you get what I mean. When you make it simple, you make it straightforward, and you kind of hand wave away the weirdness of time travel, in this book six, they don't they don't hand wave away the weirdness. They just, like, they do all the things. You've got multiple versions of a single character. You have clones, I guess, would be the best way to describe what you just said. <laughs> like, there is so much going on, and I guess, uh, uh, yeah, it, it, we're almost done. This is this is the end of book six. Well, not the end, but you know what I mean. All right, spoilers for book six, if you want to get really weird and freaky, is the fact that, you know, apparently we failed thousands of times before we eventually won at the end of book six, so. yeah. Which is, I guess, sort of close to what um, Doctor Strange does in, you know, uh, Infinity War, where I guess that doesn't happen, but he sees multiple possibilities. There isn't like this roguelike situation going on. So I guess, yeah. Um, yeah. It's similar and different in the fact that, you know, we actually allegedly went through the time loop thousands of times or hundreds of times before we were able to win. So it's not like we saw one path. It's like, oh, this is a loop. So this is always going to happen. But after enough times, we can successfully succeed or something. But we only have one character that remembers that, which is Sather. Nerthus, I think. Nerthus. I think it's Nerthus who (laughs) realizes it or remembers it or I don't know. It's, It's confusing and illogical. And you're talking about time travel made me think of something else recently that just did time travel so illogically that, you know, it's kind of gut frustrating to me, but I can't remember what that was right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for listeners at home, they, they won't have to hear us uh, struggle to recall book six for a little bit. I mean, I know we'll revisit it like we do with a lot of stuff uh, in the future, but for now we're, we're nearly done because there's just one more hero to talk about. Uh, but it's not even book six related. So we're, we're done with book six. Goodbye, book six. Well, no, we're not. Sorry. Yeah, but and now that I think about it, I think it wasn't that it was time travel. It was just the way they were telling the story. If you didn't take a path, it didn't happen, allegedly. So it's kind of time travel, but not. Oh, it's uh, it's like the Loki thing. Like the prime timeline sort of deal. Kind of, yeah, but kind of not. It's like there, there are characters that if you choose a certain, I forget, it was some choice game I was playing you choose a certain path certain things happen but if you don't choose it even though there's nothing stopping the character from doing what they were going to do anyway they allegedly don't do it or something it was weird and illogical but kind of got under my nerves a bit but that's wholly different and uh the last unit we have is kana rising sunlight joining her brother uh self from another universe however you want to classify her female kana is the tempest trial unit in a blue infantry dragonstone unit, wielding the new sunstone plus. As a TT unit, she has a, no new skills like the male version on the banner. Uh, but And she also, like him, comes with a special and two tier three skills. Uh, although one thing to note of her, her quote in the notifications I found kind of cute. Because it pokes fun at how transformations work in the uh, Fire Emblem universe. Which I thought was kind of funny. And for those wondering, that quote is... Isn't my kimono pretty? And it never rips, even when I turn into a dragon. You think it's made of magic? <laughs> so you yeah. have all these dragons and beasts that transform, and yet 
when they transform back, their clothes are perfectly normal and fine, undamaged completely. Yeah. Speaking of the MCU, the uh, Hulk should get in touch, I guess. Although I guess they kind of they they don't use magic; they use technology to be like, no, nah, these are magic pants or technology pants. They don't rip; they just. I mean, in I think in the first Avengers game, he had just normal pants. Yeah. Um, and like, if I recall correctly, when he first falls out of the uh, helicarrier, he has no pants because, or he just has pants because they were like, um, you know, elastic waistbands that were apparently were large, uh, you know, stretchy enough to stay there. Or maybe he just had no nothing on when he woke up. Can't remember. Can't it's remember. been a while. It has been a while since I've seen that, but uh, yeah, I mean, um, a good chunk of heroes saying goodbye to book six. Uh, although, as I hinted at earlier, uh, we are not going to say goodbye to book six yet. On our next episode, um, we're going to do our 2023 favorites year in review. We haven't named it yet, but we're going to talk about um, our favorite heroes that released in 2023. Uh on our next episode alongside some, the first batch of new heroes for 2024. So it's kind of fitting a good combination there. So look forward to that and we'll have uh, some categories and all that fun stuff. I don't think there there will be many surprises in terms of what those categories would be because we have so many different hero versions to choose from. I think that might be sufficient, but uh, yeah, now that we're in 2024, look forward to a whole new year of Fire Emblem Heroes and Summoner's Call if you want to find past episodes, you can visit our website, gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Be sure to check out feheroes.fandom.com, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem Heroes information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. We'll be back in two weeks to cover the latest uh, new heroes, the first batch of 2024. And as I mentioned earlier, our look back at 2023, our favorite heroes. Have a great couple weeks and happy summoning.